0: Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce the host of this week's episode. He's the editor of Business West. Here's Joe Bednar.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk. We have a great show for you today, but first, we have an important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk Podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we're back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. Our guest is Gene Cassidy, President and CEO of Eastern States Exposition. Happy to have you here on Business Talk, Gene
0: i'm happy to be here joe thanks for asking um
1: by the time uh, people are listening to this the big e will be underway um so we'll st- what are you looking forward to the most this year
0: well i, I always look forward to uh, getting everybody together because it's a, it's an amazing feeling uh, as a fair employee uh to be uh, working for a place that just brings people together and uh so i'm looking for that uh, forward to that and of course uh, Nice sunny, uh, cool days, so that everybody has a fun time at the Big E.
1: I know um, uh, last year's fair broke, uh, I believe, five single-day records and fell just short of the total seventeen-day attendance record. You must feel even better about this year's edition as we get even uh, even further away from the pandemic, which shut everything down in twenty twenty.
0: Well, we, we do. You know, we we uh, we try to like put that way in our our <laughs> the, the background, you know, in a rearview mirror um yeah and it goes to my response to your early earlier question about getting people together families together i mean the fair is all about family and friends and fun um it's one of the few you know places left uh i think in our society where you know all of our differences can be put aside and and uh people can gather again and i think you know uh, to some large extent, th- that contributed to the success of last year's fair. People were so happy to be out in public again mm-hmm. and, and getting their lives back uh, to normal because every everybody was affected one way or, or the other by the by the pandemic. Uh, some to to a greater extent than others. But you know, uh, I, I, the, the, one of the biggest things we suffered was a lack of each other's company. Mm. Um, so here we are uh, now, post pandemic, a couple of years, and and uh, we've got a really, really good, fun lineup, uh, a great cross section of entertainment, and you know, obviously, the food is a big driver. That's entertainment uh, unto itself today. So where we are, we're, we're looking forward to all that that brings uh, in this troubled and stress filled uh, world of ours uh, in the in, in the year twenty twenty three.
1: Yeah, you mentioned early on you're looking for some nice, you know, nice, uh, uh, cool, non-rainy days, but that's no joke, right? I mean, the the weather's a huge deal when it comes to um um the um, um the final uh results, right?
0: Oh, no question about it. I mean, we are, you know, we 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 talk about the entertainment. I talked about food already, but you know, we're we're here to promote the agriculturalist. We're here to build markets for for varieties of agriculture. Not just in New England, but you know, we are the Eastern states. And in in back in the day, it was uh, you know all of New England plus the New York and New Jersey and Delaware, and Maryland, and Pennsylvania. And we built ag markets uh, for the Eastern states. Uh, our shows today are bigger than they've ever been in our history, but it's it's it's, it's, it's that's kind of an interesting dynamic because they're bigger. Not because agriculture is bigger in the eastern states, certainly not bigger in New England because it's evaporating before our very eyes. But it's bigger because now our our agriculture programs include agriculture from the 48 states, uh, contiguous states. So uh, they come from far and wide to compete here uh, at the eastern states. So that's a a very positive thing uh, in a way, but, you know, Critically thinking, it's it's it makes you uh, makes me very concerned about agriculture in New England. Uh, but we are just like the agriculturalist. If the weather isn't good, then uh, neither is our show. And we need we need the show to generate the revenue uh, so that we can execute on our mission for agriculture. So every time you buy a an admission ticket to the fair, you're supporting uh, some of the countries, some of North America's most important agriculture programming. Uh, That exists. Uh, And if the weather's bad, then just like the farmer, then we have a bad crop, we have a bad yield. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, if somebody asks me, you know, I'm an accountant by profession, believe it or not. I started my career with KPMG and I, uh, and I still have the accountant in me, you know. Uh, If somebody said, Hey, let's start a business whereby you're going to run for 17 days and on the three weekends that you're running, you're going to earn as much as 15% of your of your entire revenue stream for the for the year and i would say no you're crazy i'm not going to that business <laughs> but that's exactly the business we're in we can lose if we lose a weekend uh, we can lose up to 30% of our revenue for the entire year wow. and uh, and it, that's what that really is what makes us uh, very much like the farmer I found this interesting cause I've,
1: I've talked to you before about this, but tell me what your life has been like over the past year over the past few months. And then like over the past week, I mean, what does it take to bring the biggie to life every year from each of those um, perspectives?
0: Well, we are well on our way for the past, probably since February, March, trying to build out the entertainment schedule for 2024. Um, so you know it takes about 18 months to produce a fair um we we obviously we've been doing it for a long time so uh, a lot of what we do is like embedded into the calendar and uh, we get we get very very busy um you know on next year's fair in in the wake of of the beginning of this year's fair right mm-hmm. or, or anticipating this year's fair so um you know it's it's a and I've seen it change. I, this is going to be my thirtieth fair uh, at the Eastern States.
1: Wow! Congratulations! Um,
0: and yeah, I, it's, it doesn't seem that long to me. It seems like a, just a minute ago, but uh, things have changed a great deal, especially with with entertainment. Because you know, thirty years ago, uh, we uh, there were there was a lot more available to the fair industry, particularly in country acts. Um, but then, with the advent of the casinos, the competition for the entertainer uh, became, you know, quite quite difficult. Uh, as as these, uh, you know, places like Live Nation, companies like that, were being hatched out and built up. Uh, you know, they could promise entertainers a great deal more than than a fairgrounds could deliver to them. So the price of entertainment uh, really went off the charts. When when I first started in the business, you could buy. Willie Nelson for thirty thousand dollars and he would give you two 75 minute shows. So there'd be one in the afternoon and one in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Faith Hill, she'd 35 grand. She'd give you two shows. Um, you know, today t- to get big names, you know, uh, we, we started uh, we had to start charging for our biggest names because it got to the point where we were giving away one fifty thousand dollar acts and we just couldn't afford to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, it's not unusual for us to write checks for three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars to get an entertainer to come in here. So we try to break even on on, on some of the entertainment. Uh, we can't compete with air conditioned uh, green rooms and high end catering, and and uh, you know if it rains, you know it can be it can be troublesome, you know. So uh, we have to do the best we can to, to bring the you know the, the the best talent we can to the marketplace and we've had a tremendous history of that if joe if you if if, if, if the if your listeners visit the Eastern States Exposition's Historical Museum uh, located adjacent to Storeton Village you can see a great deal of our entertainment history where some of the best entertainment in America was available to a uh, fairgoer you know going back to the very beginning
1: That's very true you mentioned that the um, that the entertainment planning is an eight like an eighteen month out process, but um, what what else goes into the decisions around shows, attractions, food, anything else that kind of people look forward to? Or are, what I'm getting at is, are there discussions every year about how to keep everything fresh and, and and new, and give people you know what they what they're looking for?
0: Oh, by all means. I mean that's why we're constantly you know I, I have to travel a great deal um, in my role as the CEO of the Eastern States, but I also I'm the immediate past chairman of our international trade association, so that that kind of gave me a little bit of a of a of a, a, an advantage, if you will, because I could see what the trends were uh, in the industry, both in the fair industry, but also other uh, entertainment, you know, music festivals and things like that. So we're always looking for new creative food products. We're also always looking for new uh, industrial type products. You know that. That, that what 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 in the old days we would call industrial arts. Um, those and you know that's the latest light bulb and the latest shower head and the latest mop and the and the best car you know washing rags and those sort of things that uh, fairs were were you know back in the old days fairs were used as an outlet to uh, promote new products. You know today today we have the internet right so. Uh, and there's a a huge movement towards that so uh but there but there are things here that you can't get just anywhere else yet um there's a tremendous uh, trade show out in las vegas that's produced each january it's very big Uh, it's by invitation only actually it's called the uh, consumer electronics show Uh, and if you if you can get to that show you will see electronics being uh, uh brought to market at that trade show that are not that won't hit the, they won't hit the stores until three or four or five years from now. Uh, and that's really what the fair used to deliver to uh, to the fair going public and we, and we try to be on the cutting edge of products uh, so that people can see new fun stuff. And then of course we have our, our craft people which are very, you know very important for the shopper. And, sure. and picking the best crafters uh, from across the country is something that we are engaged with on an ongoing basis.
1: You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking today with Gene Cassidy, president and CEO of Eastern States Exposition. Gene, um, we've we've talked in the past about the regional economic impact of the Big E in the Eastern States. Can you tell me a little bit about, about what that impact is?
0: Yeah, it's a subject that I'm I'm fond of talking about, and it's you know it stems from you know again my my accounting background. Uh, it's easy to take uh, legacy organizations for granted, um, you know. We and we've been around for 107 years at this point, um, and we've had an impact on the agriculture markets uh, as as we've already discussed. But, um, you know, we also have a, a very dynamic impact on our regional economy here in Greater Springfield, Hammond County, Western Massachusetts, and New England uh, that that it can get lost in in the sauce, if you will. Mm. So uh, we hire uh, a major economic modeling firm, one of the premier economic modeling companies uh, in in the country, in the world, perhaps, Regional economic Models, Inc. Uh, Remy for short. Remy was uh, hatched out of the University of Massachusetts about 40 years ago, uh, and they do economic modeling for Fortune 50 corporations and and governments uh, worldwide. Uh, And they measure our economic output at about three quarters of a billion dollars. Wow, that's that's the you know what the magnification process of money changing hands at the fairgrounds. Uh, in our marketplace, hotel rooms and, and automobile purchases, people who, you know, who, who come to the fairgrounds uh, and come into Western Massachusetts and wind up doing business here. Um, so that's really dynamic. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, I would venture to say that uh, it makes the Eastern States one of the top 10 economic drivers for greater Springfield. Sure. Uh, maybe even one of the top five. Uh, and so, our impact on our economy has a positive impact on the pocketbooks of every person who lives in Hamden County. And that can be measured, uh, and Remy measures that uh, quite significantly. Simply, the amount of uh, sales taxes collected here is is really tremendous. Uh, and it and it and it makes us here in Western Massachusetts. and I say us, I mean, every citizen, every resident, Everybody should buy into the mission of the Eastern states because mm. uh, it does good for agriculture in a very positive way for the nation. It does good for our economy in a very positive way for each of us taxpayers. And uh, it's your fair. And it's something that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm amazed when I travel throughout the country to, to, to the fairs and I see how uh, people have a tremendous bond uh, to their fair and I, and i like to think that that's uh, shared by 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 citizens of our region here uh, in western massachusetts
1: yeah i think um even beyond the the financial multiplier impact of the ferry just it, i mean i I've, I've been going since i was a kid i'm sure a, lo- a lot of folks you talk to have, have memories from childhood i mean it, it's it's important to the cultural life of western mass right
0: oh by all means you know and, and like you you know I'm the first uh, manager here at the Eastern States who was a native-born son to the town of West Springfield. I mean, I, I I boast about the fact, and I love saying these words. My office is within walking distance of the house I was born and raised in in the Mitteneg section <laughs> of West Springfield, and I'm incredibly proud of that. Um, and so, yes, the Big E is is part of our DNA, uh, and and that you know that that accumulates. Uh, you know to, to the fondness I think that all of us who who uh, are our work or volunteer at the eastern states you know we take great satisfaction in the way people people appreciate uh, the fairgrounds um speaking of some um,
1: fairly new additions to to the fair uh, I, I think in recent years you added something called the front porch that I think local businesses might be interested
0: in tell me about that yes yeah, so the front porch you know one of the one of the uh, uh, missions of the Eastern States from its very charter is to uh, increase the economy. So that's you know to build economic impact, and we've always been a launch pad for new products. Now, if you roll the clock back a hundred years, those new products were things. Uh, and you know, being in Springfield, we were able to uh, to advance to the nation new products that nobody had ever heard of before. We had Westinghouse in Springfield. We had the Fisk uh, Tire Company, the Fisk Tire Rubber Company. They they made the first commercial automobile tires ever created on Earth here in in, in Chicopee, and it became Unior Uh, You know there were so many firsts in Springfield that were released through the Eastern States Exposition. Uh, and today uh, we've created, we've ded- dedicated some real estate to small businesses who are hatching out. Uh, you know, they're launching, you know, new ideas and new products. So we created a space called the Front Porch. And geographically, that's located uh, in front of the Better Living Center, uh, between the Better Living Center and, and, and co- the Court of Honor stage and, and, and the Brooks Building, which is where my office is. Uh, and it, it allows, we, we have about seven uh, uh, new businesses and uh, hatching out their products. And it could be a food product. Uh, it could be a uh, you know uh, a manufactured product. It could be a decorative product, and uh, and and actually two of our um, features from uh, 2022 uh, have gone into business, and they're and they're so busy they can't come back this year. Wow. So we have we well, we have two new uh, concepts that will replace them in the 2023 fair, uh, and it's. Um, you know, it's 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 fun. It's fun to be a part of. Um, uh, you know, it's it's almost like um, you know, like a, a, a venture capital uh, event where you know people bring ideas and they get them to market, or they get a large group of people, uh, and 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 then the market can respond to whether you know they, their idea is good or bad. And in this case, we've got a couple that uh, the idea was so good that they that they don't have, they don't have room in their calendar for us now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good problem to have. And and I've I've talked to you over the years about this, but um, how has the the Big E evolved over time, and 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 our agricultural fair is still evolving.
0: Well, yes, I mean, in order to be relevant, you have to be responsive to your customer base, and I think, you know, I often am am quoted as as talking about the American way of life. I mean, we have something very special here in the United States to celebrate, and that is our lifestyle, each other. Um, you know, I get to travel you know, all over the world and, and there's no other place on earth that has anything that compl- can, can that comes near what an agricultural fair does. Um, as a matter of fact, we have it, my trade association, the International Association of Fairs and Expositions, we have been exporting the American style of fairs for the past 25 years. And um, so it's something, again, that's something that we, we take for granted as Americans, uh, but it's something that should be celebrated and we should be reminded, you know, what is it, you know, again, it's, it's a legacy event and it's, you just kind of brush it off. But, you know, this is a a place where we all come together and, and we're here for a common reason, right? We're here to, we're here to enjoy each other's company and our families and friends and, um, so uh you know we have to evolve uh, but then again um you know, by by providing good good product a good experience a safe environment uh, interesting food entertainment all of that sort uh we we can't let ourselves become stale and um but, but by the same token people also they have an expectation you know they may not realize it but they have an expectation that they're going to have an experience that they can trust i i i i I'm laughing to myself as I'm thinking about the question you just asked me, because back in, um, in the fair of, of 1992, I was not here at the time, but in 1992, my predecessor, Wayne McCary would tell the story about how, you know, he, he would, he would hear very frequently people say things, ah, the fair's the same every year, you know, the fair's (laughs) the same every year. And yet we work hard to make it different. Like we don't book uh, acts. Like uh, we, we will not repeat a, a big name on our stage no matter how available they might be to us, uh, we won't repeat it for a, for at least five years, if not a decade. Um, so Wayne decided and the team at the time decided, well, let's move all the food vendors around. We'll, we'll change the, the addresses. We'll change the locations of the food vendors. People will come to the fair and they'll, they'll think, well, the fair is very different this year. <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a catastrophe because people, they when they came to the fairgrounds, they wanted to know exactly where <laughs> that popcorn vendor was they wanted to get their favorite slice of pizza from their vendor at the space they were at last year and the year before and the year before that so the, that was a very broken idea right away they realized it was a major mistake and and actually um it it, it became uh, not a joke but it be, it became almost a punchline i suppose uh, for the industry across the country don't change the locations of your food vendors because your patron will go wild <laughs>
1: They want different things, but they want to know where their favorites are. That's right. (laughs) Gina, that's all the time we have for today. I really appreciate you spending a few minutes with me today. And uh, I guess let's hope for some sunny days ahead.
0: Well, I thank you for that, Joe. And I encourage folks to visit the biggie.com so they can plan their their visit. Because if you don't have a plan, you will be overwhelmed. So see the the biggie.com and schedule your day. And welcome to the fair.
1: And thanks to all of you for tuning into Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm Joe Bednar, the editor of Business West, and we'll see you next time.